Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to the 34th episode of the Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey podcast. My name is Joe Kalk. I am a life awareness coach, Reiki master, author, and speaker. Today's episode is Manifesting New Home, Part 2, Accountability. First, I want to share my 2020 life purpose statement. The purpose of my life is to be loving, joyful, and compassionate, and to share my joy, make a difference, and be of service to others. My revised ultimate goal is the global enlightenment and peace on our earth, our physical reality, through our awakening, awareness, and action in transforming our beliefs into cooperation with each other and the earth. I'm not alone in having this goal of peace on earth, but my approach is a bit different. I am enlightening the world from within. During this podcast series, please be open to the possibility that your life can change and improve in ways unimaginable now. In previous episodes, we discussed the dawning of the new age, the Aquarian age, and the transformed world it brings with it, starting this year, 2020. This year's podcast presumed the world as we have known it is gradually fading away with more of the newly transformed love-based world unfolding before us every day. Living in this transformed world may require some major shifts and changes in our beliefs, attitudes, actions, and reactions. Each podcast will address one such shift or change and how we can all complete our transformation aligned with the new age. Last week, we discussed finding new home within us. The term new home refers to all of our dreams, all 7.5 billion of us interconnected energy beings currently exploring this physical playground called Earth. Our dreams may have some common threads, such as peace on Earth. Our dreams may have some unique threads, such as an underground commuting system called the CAP, for the capillary system of the human bodysuit upon which it was designed, with driverless cars called cells that belong to the community, not to an individual. Some parts of our dreams may not be feasible everywhere, such as the CAP, which may not be suitable for some areas on Earth for any number of valid reasons. We learned that we use truth as our first major step toward physically manifesting new home from within us by always telling our truth as if we are already in new home. Now we get to manifesting new home part two, accountability. In this podcast, 
I will explain that we use accountability as our next major step toward physically manifesting new home from within us by always doing what we say we will do, as if we were already a new home. And we will provide tools and activities to incorporate this information into your life. Last week, we learned that telling the truth in all cases is a change in behavior that opens our eyes and senses to the love-based world that has manifested and is awaiting our observation of it. Quantum physics has shown us that a photon, this little packet of light, can be either a discrete particle or a wave, and that it requires an observer and an expectation of the observer to determine which aspect of the photon, particle, or wave it displays. In life, we determine the world we see, feel, smell, taste, and hear based on our beliefs. We wake up early every morning expecting to see the same world we left the night before we will see this exactly the same world and we will live the same day over and over. However, if we wake up each morning expecting something new, different, and wonderful that illustrates the love-based world we are actually in, we will see one or more differences from yesterday. These differences may be subtle at first, such as a tree that wasn't there yesterday. Gradually, the differences become dominant. A new building sprung up overnight. People are smiling more. They're friendlier. There are brighter days, fresher smells, tastier food, magnificent sounds, and all from the earth herself. Neil Donald Walsh said there are three core concepts of holistic living. His first one is awareness. I believe that we are all are now aware that we are all one as source, all interconnected with each other and the earth. His second concept of holistic living is honesty. Yes, we learned uh, last week that we have to always tell the truth now. And the third of his uh, concepts of holistic living is responsibility. That's what we're going to learn this week when we talk about accountability or responsibility. We are actors in this world, this play, and we are expanding our parts, our roles, by changing our beliefs about ourselves and the world. We start by remembering we are all one as source, We are all interconnected with everyone and everything. Hurting another is actually hurting ourselves. Being of service to another is being of service to ourselves. Loving another is loving ourselves. Then we add the dimension of truth. Telling the truth always, in every situation, at all times. Being our authentic selves with each other. As we continue to tell the truth, perhaps sometimes softened with love and compassion, we find that telling the truth is much easier than creating a lie and hiding behind a mask, a facade of someone we are pretending to be. 
In Neil Donald Walsh's book, The Awaken the Species, he mentions 16 behaviors of highly evolved beings. Number three is, does what they say always. Does what they say always. Hmm. Well, being one is source and always telling the truth leads to accountability. Acting on your promises and doing what you say you will do always. Strive to be someone who is dependable, honest, and trustworthy. Trust is built on the scaffolding of truth and accountability. Let's take an example. You offer to take a neighbor to the store because she is unable to drive. You set up a time to meet her the next afternoon. However, the next morning, a dear friend asks you to go with her on a fun, exciting day trip to a place you have dreamed of visiting for years. Today is the only day you can go on this trip with your friend. What do you do? Do you go on the day trip and forget about taking your neighbor to the store? Hmm, how do you feel about that decision? Do you call your neighbor and tell her you have a fun trip that you really, really want to go on so you're postponing the trip to the store to some other day? Hmm, how do you feel about that decision? Or do you tell your dear friend that you are unable to go on the fun trip because you have already made a commitment to your neighbor to take her to the store? How do you feel about not going on the trip? Are you disappointed? Are you resentful that you have to do a mundane task instead of a fun trip? Or do you feel good about keeping your word, keeping your commitment, and being accountable to another. Remember, we are all telling the truth now in all cases. Do you choose the store or the fun trip? How do you explain to the friend or the neighbor with the unchosen option? How do you feel about your decision? What about being accountable to yourself? What if you know what needs to be done, but you procrastinate? For example, my small apartment is cluttered with all kinds of boxes, storage bins, and other things that I have been hanging on to probably far too long. I tell myself I will spend at least an hour every day to declutter, except I cannot find that time to do the decluttering. I know I will release energy. I know I will release stuck patterns and beliefs, yet I avoid doing anything with decluttering with getting rid of the old to make room for the new. It seems as if everything else I am doing, which has multiplied, by the way, has a higher priority than decluttering. I try to put less pressure on myself and make more balanced choices, but to no avail, the clutter grows. What if you make a promise and then you doubt your ability to follow through on your promise? Do you tell the person you promised immediately, even if you feel like a failure? Do you try to do it anyway? Do you sort of ignore it and hope it goes away? What if you become overwhelmed and are unable to do it? Most of what we say to ourselves 
is much more subtle than the examples we just discussed. Let's explore some of these subtle examples so we grasp the full meaning of does what they say always. Putting it all together, we are one as source, we create our own reality, we always tell the truth, which is our truth, and we always do what we say. So, what do we say? What do we say to ourselves? We are here on Playground Earth to experience joy, love, contrast, new experiences, freedom, expansion, sights, sounds, textures, smells, tastes, and to be a service to others. Well, what do we do? Most of us believe that we must be of service to others first, doing what they want us to do and try to find joy in what we are doing. What do we say? We have unlimited abundance because we are source creating our reality. What do we do? We worry about lack of money, feel left out, and believe that others can become rich but not us. What do we say? We feed ourselves first, then share the overflow with others. What do we do? We give to others, hoping they will be filled with with some leftover for us. We share joy, whether we feel it or not, and we allow others to take from our time and energy. We are there for others, but not for ourselves. What do we say? The world is transforming into a love-based heaven on earth. What do we do? We become cynical, impatient, wonder if and when it will ever manifest, and feel the victim of circumstances beyond our control, which are acting against us, keeping us from attaining our dreams. What do we say? We are manifesting wealth and abundance. What do we do? We doubt that we will ever figure out the key to doing everything right so the abundance will appear. Does this sound like you? Desperately seeking abundance of money, time, resources, joy, etc. from a belief in lack and that it happens to others but not us. So we have created a reality where we are victims with, a, with big dreams but never getting what we say we want. Hmm. Okay. So we've all agreed that it's not working this way. So let's change it. Let's believe in ourselves as creators, not as passive receivers of occasional tokens, but as creators, manifestors, and givers of gifts to ourselves and to others. You have come here to physical form, to this place called Earth, at this particular and critical time in history to participate in the evolution of our species. The evolution of our species. Hmm. The work of your soul is not limited to the self. The work of the soul is to also care for the souls of others. It is to care for all souls. For your soul realizes that there is really only one soul individualized in countless forms. Thus, caring for all souls is caring for ourselves. 
Working with all souls is working with our own soul. That is why the impulse to help each other is built into our genes. It is coded within our species. It all starts within you. What if you were the only one who had to change for your world to change? What would you do differently if you had a new world, a love-based world, your dream world, new home, what would you do differently? What would be different for you? How would you act and react to situations differently? How would you feel inside? Would you be able to tell the truth always? Would you be able to do what you say? You actually have within you everything you need to be happy and to live your life in joy. You need not look for it elsewhere. And you also do not need confirmation from anyone else, uh, from any external leader or any external teacher. You have responsibility for your own life and no one else's life. Regain and retain your personal power to create the new home of your dream. Act as if no new home is already here. Believe it. Be open to receiving it. The receiving is the important part. And it all will appear. Your new home already exists. You just have not opened your mind and heart to the possibility that it exists so your eyes can see it. This has been the second of, I don't know how many, but a bunch of um, ways of getting new home, your dream in this new world that is changing before our very eyes. Let's look at some tools, activities, and summary. Tools. One, be open to the possibility that your life can change and improve in ways unimaginable now. Two, you always have options and choices. They may not be as obvious, but you always have options and choices, and you can always create your own choice the middle way. Three, new home exists within you. Be open to experiencing it physically. Four, rather than living a dream of isolation and fear, we are now living a dream of our own creation with the earth transforming into a new home for all as we form a global network of communities for the benefit of all. We are five. We are all one as source. We are all pure energy at wearing a bodysuit for our adventure in physicality on playground earth. Six, one of the major changes we can make to manifest new home 
is to always do what we say. To be accountable to ourselves and others and to follow through with everything we promise. This adds on to the truth, the change that we had last week, which was to always tell the truth, our truth, to be our authentic selves at all times. So we are being our authentic selves and we are also being accountable to ourselves first and then be accountable to others. Eight, by changing within, we become the change in the world. Nine, we are all part of the global shift in consciousness that is occurring right now. How about some activities? One, stop, go within, and notice the changes happening throughout the world. Welcome the change into your heart and all through your bodysuit. Two, envision the earth as a giant playground in which we all play as pure energy beings having a physical experience. Imagine working together with others for the well-being of all, including the earth. Practice three, practice telling the truth in all cases, in all situations, to all people, at all times. Notice when you are and when you are not, presenting your authentic self to others. Notice when you start telling the truth always that other people also start telling the truth. The change in your world emanates from the change from within you. Four, practice listening to what you say and do what you say. Don't say, I have abundance, but live as if you lack abundance. There may be some changes needed to your beliefs, to your patterns, and to your actions, but those will bring about what you want. Five, think about what, new, what changes New Home provides. What do you love doing that brings you joy and is of service to others? How does the world appear now that everything and everyone is viewed from love instead of fear. What does it mean to never have to fear again? Six, notice the myriad of options you face every day. Become aware of when you choose by default, by allowing someone else to choose for you, or you follow a particular party or you follow a particular guru's advice. Notice when you choose by default. Also, notice when you believe you only have two choices, especially two divergent choices. And notice when you create your own third choice. Summary. We are awakening from the dream that we are victims of this world. We created this world from love and joy. We are returning this world to love and joy. Now that we remember, we are all one as source. Two, rather than living a dream, 
of isolation and fear, we are now living a dream of our own creation with the earth transforming into a new home for all as we form a global network of communities for the benefit of all. Three, to change the world, we change our beliefs, attitudes, thoughts, actions, and reactions from within ourselves as pure source energy within a bodysuit, surrounding a bodysuit. Four, new home exists within us. Be open to experiencing it physically. New home is out there. What you dream for is out there. We have to believe it, accept it, and be open to it for it to for you to, for us to see it. Five, practice telling the truth in all cases, in all situations, to all people at all times. Notice when you're when you are presenting your authentic self to others. And also notice when you make up a little white lie to others. Notice that when you start telling the truth always, other people also start telling the truth. The change in your world emanates from the change from within you. Six, practice listening to what you say to yourself. And do what you say you will do. Don't say, I have abundance, but live as if you lack abundance. Don't say, I have abundance, but don't feel the abundance. Feel as if you have what you say you have. Seven, the global shift to peace on earth is occurring now. We have chosen to take part in the transformation. And eight, we already have within us everything we need to be happy and to live a life of joy. You are welcome to visit my podcast, my website at www.jocalk.com. That's my website at www.jo-calk. Com. Under the podcaster menu item, click on the Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey link. I have added a bibliography of books that have inspired me and that resonate with my beliefs. I have also added new pages containing the text of the previous podcasts and will add the text of this podcast for you to review as you wish. In addition, Blog Talk Radio has recorded saved, and makes available all the episodes of this Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey podcast series, so you can replay an episode whenever you choose. All episodes of this podcast series are also available on iTunes and Stitcher under the title Living a Dream. If you have a question or comment, please contact me at Joe at joecalk.com. That's J-O at J-O hyphen C-A-L-K dot com. I look forward to hearing from you. The next podcast is Manifesting New Home 
part three. You will be introduced to an additional method to bring the concept of the earth as a global network of communities to full manifestation. I hope you will join me here next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific U.S. time, 7 p.m. Eastern U.S. time. Until then, this is Joe Kalk signing off. Blessings to all of us dreamers on our transformational journey. Good night.